Hi, this is Leah from SpaToYouToronto.com. Hey, Paul, can't wait to have you over to the place once it's painted and set up. I'm so grateful for your help in finding this place. You are a pro, and I will refer you to anyone I know that is either looking to buy, sell, or rent. Thanks for everything. See you soon. Good morning. Paul Andrigo here. Toronto Real Estate Unfiltered is the series. Realestatepodcastshow.com is the media channel. Had a very interesting discussion this weekend with a client, and I instantly thought that it would be information that would benefit uh, all of you listening. So her main concern right now is being priced out of her rental property in the next few years. So let me give you the specifics, and obviously you might be able to relate this to your situation. So she's currently paying $2,400 a month, I think she said, for her property, for the, for the rental she's um, renting right now. And she's had it for a little while. She's happy with the rental, but she understands that at any moment, the landlord and, and the landlord might be thinking about possibly moving in or possibly selling the unit, at which point, if the notice is given, obviously not at this moment because it's a different time, but, uh, but normally when the notice is given, you do have to um, uh, leave the property within 60 days. So that, that will always be kind of the, the looming situation. So what I did for her, um, and this, this is just for me wanting to give all of you the same peace of mind, and, and my theory is what I want for myself, if I was renting, what would I want to know and how would I want to protect myself? How would I want to um, make the changes now that will help me later? So obviously when I explain to someone, I start off by telling them that um, there's no point in denying the fact that you are paying a mortgage. So that's the first step. If you're paying $2,400, you're actually paying what the mortgage would be for a $635,000 house. Why do I know that? Because I've got a listing for sale right now, a detached three bedroom, three bath. And I did the math for someone last week and the mortgage payments are approximately $2,400. So I know how much house you can buy. Now, obviously that's not in the city, that's just outside the city, about uh, half an hour away. Um, you can check it out at realestatepodcastshow.com if you're interested in that. But that's part one. So understand that it's not about paying a mortgage uh, or being worried about that because for some of you, uh, and I said this to her too, you've already paid off a mortgage. The only problem is it wasn't yours. Some of you have actually done this more than once. So calculate how much rent you've paid in the last five or 10 years and you'll see you've probably paid off a mortgage or two in your time. You just didn't do it for yourself, which means you didn't get any of the benefits and you didn't have the opportunity to move to step two. So step two is looking at rent as an income instead of an expense. What do I mean by that? I want you to think in a multi-residential sense from today on. If you're listening to this, I don't want you to think about moving into any property from here on in that doesn't provide income. 
The theory is, and obviously it's one that's debated, that real estate is not an asset. It's, it's, a, it's a liability. Well, what defines an asset? An asset's defined as something that can provide income. So if you're looking at the right kind of properties, which by the way, Ottawa, the government of Canada, has instituted a new program also available on my website where they are, uh, they put aside 1.25 billion with a B to help first time home buyers. And the properties that are allowed on that list include multi-residential properties up to four units. So here's the math you need to do. You're paying, let's just say 2,000, just to make it easy math. You're paying $2,000 a month. Roughly speaking, you've got one or two units in your property. Obviously you live in one, maybe you rent out the other two. You're looking at a situation where you might be paying 2,500, let's say 3,000 a month, let's just say that. But by renting out one of them, you could possibly be taking in up to or close to 2,000, let's say that, maybe more. Uh, depends on where it is, but let's just say 2000 So right off the bat, you are pretty much covering almost all of your mortgage with one rental. With a second one, you are making a positive income every month. And even if you were just paying $400 a month or five or a thousand, you would be in that position where a lot of my clients tell me that they want to be, which is they want to be in a position where they're paying under $1,000 a month. Now, in 2001, that was possible. <clears throat> in 2020, it takes a little bit of effort. So that's what this is about. So I want you to be in that position where you can make, um, again, a smart choice and uh, help yourself through it. That's step number two. Step number three is understanding, uh, sort of looking at a forecast for the next 20 years and understanding where things are going. And that's really important too. So right now you're looking at about, you know, 2000 roughly being the range of what properties are available for. Uh, 2000 being roughly rent in the in the 2000s. I'll, I'll, I can send you the study show, so we can show it to you. There's a study that was produced that predicted that prices for rentals by the year 2030 will probably be in the 3000s and then by the 2040s you're looking at about 4,000 a month. So to predict, to go with that prediction and even if they're wrong a little bit, I don't think it's a bad thing to think about so that you can prepare yourself now with enough time to be able to make the investment that you need to keep yourself secure. So for any questions, by all means, reach out realestatepodcastshow.com and let's discuss your situation.